0: Hello, hello? All right, okay. Yes? All right, okay. So you guys might have noticed we're going to do things a little different tonight. Um, uh, my name is Diego. I don't know if you guys have all met me yet, but I'm a senior studying biochem. Um, and uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to be your MC tonight as we look to hear what God has to share with us tonight. Um, so often you'll look at two students' lives, um, and from the outside they look very similar. I mean, you know, you'll see, like, they have the same challenges um, and the same encouragements. And yet one student is hopeful and peaceful, and the other one is full of fear and worry and discouragement. And I know for me, like I've looked at my own life, and sometimes I'm in one, I'm one of those students, and sometimes I'm the other. Um, tonight I just wanted to talk a little bit about what makes the difference. Like, what is the difference between the, the person who has hope and peace? and the person who is discouraged and full of worry. Uh, and in a word, uh, grace. That, that, that just sums it up completely is grace. Um, one helpful def- definition I've found uh, to be true in my life is grace is really um, God working in and through us uh, to allow us um, to accomplish what we can never do on our own. He reaches into our life and helps you where it really matters. Um, I know I've seen that true in my life. Uh, so, you know, uh, one thing is grace is an aspect that, uh, of God's character that he only exercises towards believers and it's different than, uh, mercy, which, uh, he shows over all his works, but grace to those who've put his, their trust in him, he shows them his grace. Um, in addition, um, grace is really the only, the only source from which, uh, flow his goodwill, love and salvation into his people. Uh, you can't earn his goodwill, you can't earn his love, um, you can't earn his salvation. It's through his grace that he gives you those things. Um, and finally, grace cannot be bought. It can't be earned, and it can't be deserved uh, by you know by any of us. Uh, and it's a gift that he gives. Um, so tonight we're going to hear from four people who have begun to experience and live in the grace of God. Uh, hopefully, it will provide you guys some encouragement. Um, and that uh, the same life that you guys are going through right now, whatever difficulties you're going through, encouragements. Uh, hopefully, this gives you guys some hope to to be able to see that things can begin to be different for you guys, and that you'll be able to see things in a new light as you begin to live and abide with God. Um, so, I'm going to be the first one to share uh, tonight. Uh, so, let me get this started. Um, when I first came to USC. Uh, I had a lot of weaknesses, and they became very apparent uh, as I got to know some of the guys at Freshman Connection who were much older than me and much more mature in my walk. And I started realizing that all the promises of of peace and joy and and happiness, uh, they were experiencing those things, and I was not. Uh, And I I just remember asking God, like, what is it? What's going on here? And and I I remember him calling me to trust him um, in in an area of my life that I hadn't been, and that's being open and honest. for a long time in my Christian walk, I'd been living a kind of double life, you know, acting like one person with Christians and acting like another person with all my other buddies. And it came to a point where I realized I had a choice. I could remain in this kind of duplicity of uh, two people or or live an integrated life. Um, and then, you know, I, I could have chosen either one. I mean, if I had chosen to just keep on doing what I was doing, I mean, that'd be fine. The guys would still love me, um, uh, and and I would still be welcome. But... My ability to grow would have been very limited, um, you know. But I decided, you know, instead, no, I really did want to lean into community and lean into into, into trust. Uh, and so I decided to do that and trust God with that. Um, around that time, also, I started became, becoming really convicted about uh, my dating habits. Um, uh, I had really messed up in that area, and a personal conviction uh, came around when when we heard a message about. Uh, really giving up a year of, 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 of no dating, basically. Um, and for me personally, uh, that became a conviction that I, I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to trust you with that as well, God. And God kept, kept on pulling me to, to trust him with more. And uh, around that time also, um, my roommate Richard, uh, he, he invited me to start helping uh, serve. Uh, and I just remember going, like, God, like, I'm already tight on time. Like, you know, I, I don't think I'll be able to squeeze in a couple more hours of, of, of service here. But I remember... Uh, Through Richard, you know, really encouraging me, and and through God's word, um, He really called me to step into Him and say, you know, this is something that I want for you, and I think it's going to be good for you. Uh, And so I had a choice whether to trust Him or not. And and so I began trusting Him in these three areas of like real, real weakness. I I think you know, I I wasn't open. I sucked at dating, and I was pretty selfish. I I was a horrible servant. Um, But then I think as I began trusting Him, like uh, 2 Corinthians 12.9 became really true. Uh, it's, it's Paul talking about his weaknesses, of just um, bringing it up to God. And just, but, he said, but God said, um, But for my grace is uh, sufficient for you. For my, power, for my grace is... Wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> messed it up. 2 Corinthians 12.9. Um, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest in me. And I have seen that verse so true in my life. these weaknesses of mine i 've seen God reach into them, and as i 've trusted him he 's lifted me out um, with open and honesty like I saw as I began to trust him with that, some of the most meaningful friendships i 've made have come out of that because the friends that I have been honest with they know me for who I really am, and they love me and, and, and I think that means so much more than than the friends that I you know only share a little bit with I, it, it's something that just I'm so thankful for. I mean, I'm dating, I'm uh, in the best relationship I've ever been in. I don't know where she is. <laughs> there she is. Okay, you know, um, but no, um, you know, uh, I, it's, I mean, getting to date Maddie, it's, it's been such a privilege and, and so fun. And I mean, I would have never thought that God would give me a chance to do that. Um, and it's been just so much fun. Um, and then. <laughs> um, And then with serving, I mean, God's placed me in in some roles of leadership where I can really help other guys start to grow in their character and their servant hearts. Um, And also, I mean, with with serving, I've gotten to experience the promise that uh, in Proverbs of how he who refreshes others is himself refreshed. I mean, at the end of a week, you know, I'm, I'm so, like, just more refreshed by the hours I spent serving and, you know, whether that's on Setup Team here or at Church in the Valley on Sundays or whatever it is, that's something that just provides me so much more joy and, and fulfillment than, like, if i spent those same hours, I don't know, playing video games or benching Netflix. Um, but, you know, those are things that God has, has done in my past. But, I mean, right now, like, I'm still struggling with a lot of things. Like, I mean, on Monday, I somehow was able, in the span of, in the span of 24 hours, able to watch four movies. That was horrible. Uh, that you know, like, I just senior, I just hit me like a bus, you know. Um, but I remember, you know, Tuesday morning, uh, you know, the Di- the Diego I know would have been like, well, you know, I, I, the week's over. I mean, I, I've dug a huge grave for myself. I'm just gonna lie in it, you know. Um, but it, 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 you know, that's, uh, that's that is where I would have been. But I, I just remember waking up with this feeling of, I, God, like, I, I messed up. I'm sorry. Will you help me? Get back on the horse. When you help me, please just push forward and and you know endurance and perseverance. Sometimes you know the gifts that God is wanting to give us is just takes a couple more laps to get there. You know, and I think uh, I mean you know Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was able to get an essay done. You know, study a little bit. So I I, th- I think you know I, I've made some progress in that area. You know, um, But the thing is, yeah. So God really showed grace in those weaknesses of mine, and I I, I just want you guys to, to to leave with an understanding that grace makes you want to walk closer with God. it. it I think sometimes I view it as like, you know, grace, okay, God, you know, he, he's, he's gracious to everyone, so that means I can do whatever I want, and he still loves me, like, all right, cool, uh, but like, I mean, for him to reach into the areas where I really struggle, and to lift me up, um, not because I earned it, but because I chose to put my trust in him. I mean, that's something that, it just makes me want to to love him more and serve him more out of gratitude. And and I, I hope that, that you guys, you know, begin to step, take steps towards trusting him because it he'll never rip you off. And I, I've seen that true in my life. Um, so yeah, that's all I gotta share. I think next we're gonna hear from uh, Monique Warren. She graduated in 2014, uh, civil engineering major and I think, we're going to see a video, because she's not here. Go for
1: it. Hi, my name is Monique Warren. Uh, I graduated from USC in 2014. I majored in civil engineering with an environmental emphasis, and now I work as an environmental engineer in Livermore, California. And just as important as being an alumni from USC, uh, I'm also an alumni from Christian Challenge. Growing up, I always believed in God, but I didn't really know him. Um, I didn't know who Jesus was, or um, how He could impact my life. Uh, I had a lot of a lot of chaos growing up. Um, there are a lot of different things uh, that happened to my family and happened in my family. And at a young age, I started sort of just started clinging to school uh, and uh, clinging to what I could achieve. And so school just became my identity and working hard and doing well in school was kind of um uh, the center of my life and so when i did well in school i was really happy and when i did poorly in school um, i was really unhappy and so i i kind of garnered my self-worth by by my performance uh, and that uh, carried on until i went to usc In my freshman year of college, uh, I lived next to a girl named Elizabeth, and she ended up inviting me to Christian Challenge, this group she was a part of. And I went once or twice, but because I didn't really have any background going to church or anything, um, I didn't really understand some things, like uh, the lights would be off uh, at the beginning and the end, and people would be singing, and they knew all the words to these songs I never heard. And it was, it felt a little strange to me because I'd never seen anything like that. Um, I never knew what worship was, um, but it wasn't something I disliked. It just felt like everyone was sort of in on something that I didn't understand. Uh, and I always appreciated the the message, the one or two times I went my freshman year. Uh, I, I liked what they had to say, but it, But because I was more focused on school, it wasn't something I I prioritized uh, until my sophomore year. Uh, At the beginning of my sophomore year, my other friend, Shannon, who was also in Christian Challenge, invited me to uh, the back-to-school pizza night. And so because I was a poor college student, uh, the thought of free pizza really (laughs) intrigued me. And so I, I went, and Shannon ended up sharing her story. Of how Jesus changed her life, and I remember being so impacted by her story because I really admired Shannon. And so hearing her say that having Jesus in her life changed her meant a lot to me because I was thinking, "Wow, Shannon was already awesome before she knew Jesus, and now she's just even more awesome." Like there's a change in her, and I want to see a similar change in me. I want, I want some of that, and so. I ended up talking to Erin Gillum and telling her how I wanted to come to Challenge more often and she got really excited and I I sort of got a little afraid like, oh no, what did I just sign up for? Uh, But Erin and I ended up getting coffee and and lunch together um, a couple times and after a while Erin just sort of asked me like Monique, what keeps you from committing your life to Christ? And I was like, I don't know Erin. I think I need to like read the Bible more, maybe know more about God, Um, but what I I didn't understand at the time is I was working out of the perspective that I needed to perform, that God cared about my performance, that to become a Christian, to to commit my life to Christ, whatever that meant, um, I needed to do something. I needed to be something more than I was. I needed to get more of the Bible maybe, get more in, in um, church, I don't know what I needed to do, but I felt like I wasn't doing enough for him to say, yes, you're in, you are you can be um, one of my children. And I think Erin understood that. I think she kind of um, saw that I was trying to perform, trying to earn um, enough credit to commit my life to Christ. And... So she held out a pin and she said, Monique, if I'm offering this pin to you, when does it become yours? And I kind of laughed because it felt like a trick question. And I was like, I don't know, Erin, when you give it to me. And she's like, no, it becomes yours when you decide to take it. And it's the same with God's love. He's always offering it to you and it becomes yours when you decide to take it. And that so impacted me. Because I thought I had to earn his love. I thought I had to be enough or do enough for him to give me his love. But what Aaron shared with me that day is that God is a God of grace. That he's a God who gives you his love even when you don't deserve it. Even when you haven't earned it. And for someone who was living a life uh, full of performance, full of um, trying to just achieve trying to earn, um, trying to work hard enough to, to be something. It was so crazy awesome to hear that God is someone who just gives, that he, he will give to you even when you don't deserve it. And so I was so pumped. I was like, yes, I want to commit my life to Christ. And so I did. I, I gave Jesus um, control of my life. No longer did I sit on the throne of my life, I gave that position to Jesus, and that was the most important decision I ever made, um, and it, it really changed how I saw things, because no longer did my life have to be um, measured by my performance, that God measured my life differently. Um, and I started working out of learning. I started learning how to work out of that perspective. It didn't just happen like that. I started to learn how, how to live, um, at the pace of God's grace for my life. And it changed how I interacted with people. Um, I, I said earlier, my childhood was a little chaotic and, um, my parents, uh, growing up, they didn't have a, a really good marriage. And so. From a young age, my sisters and I sort of just started to accept that when we grew older, they would get a divorce. And um, I remember sharing that with Neil Walker, and he was sort of like, "Well, have you have you prayed about it?" And I was like, "No, I don't think I really have, Neil." And he was like, "Well, let's let's pray about it." And so I I, I saw that God even had grace enough for them that because. Um, God loves me and I can um, speak to Him through prayer and offer up my parents' marriage to Him. That I didn't have to to do anything to fix them. That I could ask Him to fix them. And because His grace is sufficient that um, I could trust Him to do it in His timing. And it took years. Guys, it took years. I, I prayed for my parents for years and years and years. Um, It felt like forever and I had other people pray for them Um, There's a lot of people in Christian challenge who frequently got texts like guys, please pray for my parents Uh, and so I Think maybe last year, uh, maybe the year before um, my parents and I were in the kitchen together and We all sort of just realized um, and started thanking God for all he had walked them through um, in that time my, I've seen my parents go from, you know, a really rocky marriage, just ready for divorce, uh, to where they are now, where they're not by any means uh, perfect. They're still a work in progress, but they're making progress. Um, and they're doing so much better, and they're so much healthier today than they were in 2014, 2013. Um, and before that, And I'm so thankful that I have a God who gives i have a god who gives just unmerited favor and blessing that he gives grace to people who don't deserve it who haven't earned it um, and i'm i'm so blessed to be one of those people
2: uh testing cool yeah i'm really excited to be here uh, and to share my testimony with you guys um and thank you diego for such a heartwarming introduction (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so when i was a freshman um i got plugged into challenge a little midway in um, because at first i joined the marching band um had no church background just wanted to have fun and just did what i thought was cool and um you no, know, in Marching if you guys don't know, uh, we play music and probably drink more beer on the side. Um, so every every night, or not every night, every week, there'd be a party, and I would go to those and have a lot of fun, uh, make a lot of mistakes along the way. And toward the end of the season, um, I was just really tired, so I thought I was going to leave early tonight, a little past midnight, and, um, <laughs> and, uh. In marching band, actually, I had Carlene there with me. Um, she's on staff now, but she was a senior when I was a freshman. And we're both in marching band together. I really looked up to her. And during the parties throughout the year, I noticed, like, she never drank and just always had a positive attitude, looked out to help people. And I was like, that's interesting. And um, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, we, so that, uh, that night, I decided to leave early. She came with me. We walked back to campus together. I just asked her, hey, like, what's your deal? Like, why don't you drink or anything? Like, and um, she shared with me, um, I'm a Christian. I want to do what the Bible says and something like that. Probably. I don't remember exactly. But I remember thinking, I was like, huh, that's cool, I guess. Um, but not really. <laughs> it was not, not my thing. Um, but for some reason, uh, she invited me to challenge. Um, and I don't know why, but I said yes, and I showed up. And I was a person in the crowd. And I started coming around, and I really enjoyed the relationships I made and I think that 's what kept me coming. I mean, yeah, we heard we hear great messages on Thursday nights, and it 's a good idea to do them, but for me, I was like i 'm going to stay for the relationships. The people are pretty cool, and God is kind of not my thing. Um, it was until my sophomore year um, I, was, I met a guy juhan i like he 's the guy that really helped me understand. Um, what it means to follow Jesus. Um, I joined this life group um, my sophomore year, and I remember there was a time in the spring, uh, it it's called Men's events. Um, it was a like service project. Um, we cleaned up an elderly couple's yard, um, and there was like three or four messages interdispersed in between. It was like very physically and mentally draining. Um, but the night before, actually, I was with some buddies, and we just drank a lot, and I was super hungover, and I still... I showed up, but I wasn't all there, and I remember at the end of the day, I was like, man, I'm really tired. I hate this, and I was just complaining to Juhan, and it really would have been easy for him to just complain with me, because it wasn't easy, but he really shared with me, um, hey, like, I was, as a Christian, I really want to look out to help people, and also, this men's advanced thing, yeah, it's like hard work, but it's a great way for the guys to bond and get something done together. And I was like, wow, like, this dude is a lot different than I am. Like, me, I'm, like, looking out for myself, and super selfish, but this dude is, he's really looking out for other people, and yeah, I just saw the drastic contrast between myself and him, and I knew it was uh, what God God had done in his life, and his grace, and that really struck me, and it really made me interested in reading the Bible for myself, and, like, see what God had to say. And um, as I got to uh, reading it and meeting with Jeremy and talking through things, I just realized, like, as I saw different people and challenged lives change because of Jesus, um, he started to become more real to me. And it was, I was like, okay, like, that's cool. Like, I believe, I guess, but what does it really mean to, like, follow and commit your life? Because it seemed like a lot of rules and things to follow. But as I just saw people's lives, um, it was actually all those things in the Bible was there to protect us and to really guarantee us the best life possible. Like, God wants the best life for us, but he gave us a Bible. It was like a guidebook on how to do that. And I was like, that really, really makes sense. So my junior year, um, I was at FDC, Fall Discipleship Conference. I was ask, asking Jeremy some questions like, hey, like, what does it mean to like really – commit your life and we, he answered some questions and I began to understand and he just asked me hey like do you think you're ready like to commit your life to Christ and I was like I guess I got all my ans- an- questions answered so yeah sure <laughs> um, and it was honestly the best decision of my life um I remember like that day I was so happy and people were crying and for hugging me and it was like super awesome um and uh yeah, and after, uh, Jeremy really helped me get, uh, gain traction in my, in my faith, like learning how to do a quiet time, and memorizing verses, and how to give a testimony, hopefully I'm doing okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, just like, it helped me out, and then later on, I became a senior, and later in grad school, I helped with uh, a freshman connection, met Diego and Nick, really helped them, and Shared my life with them. It was a lot of fun, and it's really cool now seeing them like really step up and lead too. So it's been super awesome. And um, I remember at the uh, at my final year, um, Neil set something up um, where we would all text in like like a word to describe like a graduating person. And when it was my turn, um, I was really curious what they're gonna say. And probably the top words were like dependable, kind, and a servant. And the biggest word was panda, <laughs> but it was, like, it was really cool, like, I still have that poster on my wall in my room, because it really, it's a reminder, like, I was this super selfish, arrogant kid, and then now I'm this, or, so it was like, really evident that God changed in my life, and it's because of his grace, and that I was able to really, like, make a difference in my life, and, um, yeah, so, like, I really encourage all of you guys to, um, as you're going through your classes at USC. You never know, like, if someone will show up, if you invite them. I mean, to Carlene, I was some, you know, freshman kid who liked to drink and party, and she threw out me an invitation, and I showed up. And um, when, you know, you're going through life, you're going to see times to share, like Juhan. Yeah, he could have complained with me, but he didn't. He uh, shared his life, and it was like nothing super profound. It was just, just sharing what he did. I mean, he just served people, and had a different perspective. And that really impacted me. So um, you should go through life. Um, I really encourage you guys to do that. And thanks for listening to my story.
0: That's why I love Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, finally, I want to welcome up Jenna. Uh, I don't know where she's, at, But um, I've had the privilege of getting to know Jenna for a few years now, and I mean, she is just a beacon of uh, hope and, and kindness and love. Uh, and I'm sure pretty much everyone in this room has been influenced by her in one way or another, and, and uh, we're all extremely grateful for that. So uh, welcome, up, Jenna. You.
3: you for that very kind introduction. Um, Like you said, my name is Jenna. Um, I'm a senior, and today, like the others we've had the privilege of hearing from, I've been given the opportunity to share with you a bit of my story, um, but more importantly, how the grace of God has impacted my life during my time here at USC. So I realize that some of you know me pretty well, uh, but many of you don't. So I'll start off by giving you some background and hopefully an insight into who I am. Um, I'm an older sister. I have two younger brothers, and much of the time, um, they are one of the greatest blessings in my life, Uh, but much of the time, they're a complete pain. (laughs) Um, When I was five, Andrew was two and a half, and Michael was three months old. My family moved to Switzerland, and yes, I was only five, but even through my five-year-old rose-colored glasses, I could see that it was a pretty tough transition for my parents, Uh, My dad's new job was completely consuming and my mom was totally overwhelmed with all that came with setting up our new life in a new place, speaking a new language. Um, So a lot was expected of me and I quickly learned responsibility. I learned to protect my brothers and care for them um, and I learned that my choices had consequences and that the decisions I made impacted my future. I'm also somewhat of a perfectionist. Um, my family has always set the bar high, expecting big things from me in many areas. Uh, my parents understood the value of a good education and expected me to perform well in high school and get into a prestigious university, so I did. <laughs> um, like many of you in high school, I did everything, sports, leadership, advanced classes, extracurriculars, you name it. Um, I also have a hard time trusting people. Um, I'm hesitant to let them into my life. Uh, A series of pretty hard things happened when I was in middle school. Uh, Family members passed away. Two of my friend's parents committed suicide. And a close family friend murdered his 7-year-old daughter and 12-year-old son. um, All in a pretty short time span. So that was tough on me and my family. um, But like a dutiful... Older sibling, I held it together. I tried to be strong for my younger brothers. Um, But at that point, a seed was planted in my mind. If this man that I respected and trusted could do something like that to his own children, then who else is capable of betraying me? And at this time, I was going to church with my family every Sunday. Um, But as we know, outward religious activity not born from an internal love for God will not last. So, on Sunday mornings, I was at church, but my priorities were elsewhere. I believed that God was real, but I was not following him. I was motivated to do well in school, sports, leadership positions, family, in order to be successful and make my parents proud. I wanted to do it, and I was confident that I could, relying on myself, because, frankly, I was the only person I could trust completely. So with that, I showed up at USC ready to conquer college the same way I conquered high school. And thankfully, God had a pretty different plan for my time here. Um, I met Jeremy at the Amalvet Fair, and Aaron treated me to blackberry tea at the coffee shop in VPD. And I started coming to Freshman Connection. And I found myself surrounded by people who genuinely cared about me and wanted to know, wanted me to know and live in God's grace. Natalie, who many of you know, showed me extraordinary patience and love my freshman year. She met with me every week and taught me to spend time with God daily, to read the Bible and memorize scripture. And with her help, I developed a love for God's word. But she gave me so much more than her knowledge about God. She gave me her life. We studied together with other girls in Freshman Connection. We worked out together Um, She found out that I liked volleyball, and we started going to the Lions Center to play uh, from 10 p.m. to midnight on Thursdays after challenge. And, of course, freshman Jenna got to sleep in on Friday mornings, where I'm sure Natalie had to be up and at class or at work or something like that at 7 a.m. the next morning. But regardless, she was there. Um, Through people like Natalie and Constance, who some of you know, and Ifalola and Aaron... I quickly realized that I was not living according to God's word. If I truly believe that Jesus bridged the gap between my shortcomings and God's perfection, then that free gift allows me to surrender my life to Jesus and live according to God's word. So I wanted to make some changes. In the lives of my freshman connection leaders, I observed peace and trust and confidence. And in my own life, I acknowledged a desire to prove myself. Anxiousness about the future and distrust in people. Now, I didn't notice these things overnight. Um, it was in community that all of this happened. Through little conversations I witnessed between Natalie and her friends, or the way Aaron so faithfully loved and served and sacrificed for me and the other freshman girls, or the way Ifalola responded when a midterm didn't go as well as she'd hoped, I saw their trust in God And by God's grace and through the examples set for me in this community, I realized that I can't rely on myself to accomplish things in life. Rather, it's because of Jesus that I have the privilege and responsibility to live according to God's will for my life. And the intense pressure I felt to do everything in my power to succeed has dissipated. And I know that my life has an eternal purpose, and I can trust God with that. As a part of this community, I've also learned to trust people. I realized very early on that I wanted to become more like Jesus, to better align my life with him. And to do that, I needed help. And help was right in front of my face. Help was Natalie and Aaron giving me their time. Help was our freshman girls group chat. Um, And all the encouragement that Maddie and Sarah and Nikki and Eileen gave me as they shared the things God was teaching them. In order to allow God to work through this community, I needed to share my life. The good things and the bad, I needed to open up. I needed to tear down the impenetrable walls of distrust I'd built up seven years earlier. I needed to feel things, and I needed to let people in, because unless they were in my life, they wouldn't know how to help, and they wouldn't be able to. My freshman year, God extended his grace to me in many ways, but looking back, one of the most apparent is through this community. He faithfully pursued me and used many people in this room to do so. And the story didn't end my freshman year. Um, God continued and continues to extend grace to me through the community of believers he has placed in my life. Thank you so much for listening to my story.
0: That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, thank you everyone I really hope that was encouraging for you guys I know it was for me Um, um, hi Victor no you're good good. Uh, no it's okay Um, so uh, next week um, Bevan Unders from uh, he's a pastor from Huntington Beach Uh, he's going to be coming to talk on worship Uh, I love Bevan he's an amazing speaker so I encourage you all to come Uh, how about I close this out in prayer and then stand up for worship Father, thank you so much um, that you have given us grace, God, that you've saved us by grace and that we get to live by your grace. Um, Thank you for these uh, amazing testimonies that you've shared, God. Um, I would ask God that we would take some time also to just reflect on our own lives and and look to see where you're extending grace to us now. Um, And that, yeah, God, that you're extending to us all the time and that we just need to accept it, Father. So I ask that, For each one of us in this room, God, that we would um, call upon your grace, God, and accept it. Um, In Jesus' name, amen.